Welcome back, everyone. It's season two now with your host, Tyler Hampton, episode one. I'm interviewing Jonah Penningroth today. Hello, Jonah. Take three, baby. Here we go. (laughs) All right, Jonah. So how about we just start off with uh, talking about your background, what year you are, major, uh, where you're from. All right. Uh, So I'm a I'm a uh, incoming senior at uh, North Central College. Uh, I'm a management and entrepreneurship major, and uh, yes, yeah, so I've been I've been here on our program, you know, since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, can you give us an overview how your training and career has been at North Central College? Um, well, Starting from like freshman year, I guess, or incoming. Yeah, freshman. so I guess freshman year I came in on the cross country team, um, as a as a distance middle distance runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess more more aimed towards middle distance, and uh, uh, since then I've kind of stuck around there. Uh, I was an eight hundred guy for a while, kind of moved up a little bit. Um, you know, the sweet spot is right in between the mile and the eight hundred for me, but. Uh, my uh, NCC career has been a little up and down. I mean, obviously everybody's is, but um, uh, fairly injury prone. So dealing with that has been a continuous struggle. As you know, you would know the same yeah, way. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean, you've had you've had some similar. I've stuff. had a few stress fractures. Right. Stress reactions. The lower lower leg, lower mm-hmm. leg issues. But mm-hmm. um, but overall, I mean, I mean. It's, it's just running, so it's fun no matter what, mm-hmm. even even uh, despite the ups and downs. So yeah, through through all that experience of being here for three years, have have you added or changed anything to your training? I guess coming into senior year. Yeah. So um, the way that our program works um, is that. You know, we really emphasize that aerobic strength equals speed, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. as a middle distance runner, you gotta be, you gotta be quick on your feet. Uh, but you can, you can develop that in a number of different ways, and we choose to develop that by um, aerobic strength, and uh, that's something that has kind of changed for me, and that I've really learned about the last uh, three years. I think. Uh, you know, our coach Al says that um, athletes have usually one one moment where they kind of decide, like, this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think that mine was kind of discovered, you know, obviously I'm not the, the uh, like, a full athlete. I'm not an All-American. I haven't run at Nationals yet, but... Uh, <laughs> um, you know, once I decided that I was going to get faster by building aerobic strength, uh, you know, the time just just came off like like nothing. You know, the mm-hmm. time was better, my workouts were better, I was more consistent, and uh, you know that showed in results. So, um, mm-hmm. really going into my going into my senior year, uh, I've kind of had to because of injuries back off of a lot of my training, and it's. Okay. Um, and do you mean my like by mileage or right so okay. um yeah mostly in mileage where i'm at right now mm-hmm. and uh it's also just it's on i'm modifying you know how much time i spend on my feet 
So, like, for example, last summer, I was already a pretty low-mileage guy. I think I was around 50 miles mm -hmm. per week. Um, mm -hmm. And so, like, a normal base training week would be uh, on my longer, like, Monday and Wednesday workouts, I'd run 10 to 12 miles. And okay. on my shorter days, I'd run five Five miles usually pretty easy, mm -hmm. um, and then a fifteen-mile long run on the weekend would kind of cap off cap off the week, uh, and that has kind of evolved into, uh, you know, minimizing the time that I spend on my feet. So those five-mile recovery runs, instead of running for thirty-five minutes, you know, I may run on on grass for ten minutes and then cross-train for the rest of my workout. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll see how that works out for, for me, but, um, mm -hmm. that's just kind of, that's just kind of one of the things I've had to, uh, change up lately. Okay. And so with that being said, are there any, uh, drawbacks to it? Like, do you then feel like you have to train more? on your own, I guess, because you're not running with the team, or... For sure. Um, you know, luckily, luckily, right now, we're in the summertime, so, I mean, you were asking, you know, time spent with the team. Yeah. You know, you can get better on your own, you can get better with teammates, as, as long as you're motivated, it doesn't matter who you're with, uh, and mm -hmm. where you are. Um, so that is, uh, I mean, that's one of the, obviously, it's a, it is a bit of a drawback from a mental standpoint, but mm -hmm. um, from a physiological standpoint, nothing, nothing changes for that. Uh, I guess the only real drawback is developing aerobic strength takes a lot of time. Um, and so, you know, you can't rush into shape. You can't. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't just get good. Right, uh -uh. Right, you know, there's no get get good fast plan. Uh, and so, like, uh, having a lower mileage, it means it would take a, a bit more time to develop that aerobic capacity. Yeah. Right? So if you're a 100-mile-a-week guy, uh, you're using that aerobic system a lot. Right? You're using that for 100 miles a week. Yeah. Right? That's mm -hmm. a lot of time. That is. But if you're only... Uh, you're only running 50 miles a week or even less that means you're only spending that much time using that aerobic system mm -hmm. and uh you know there are other ways to uh like activate that aerobic system obviously uh, i know we go swimming from yeah, time we, to time. oh yes yeah, haven't been as much lately so no we'll get back on oh, that yeah. I definitely but uh <laughs> but i know we did we we have we we do some swimming together mm -hmm. uh that always that works the aerobic system. Uh, and I know you're a big aqua jogger as well. Uh, yeah, I primarily do aqua jogging. Uh, my uh, upper body is not like it's not strong enough to <laughs> be a good swimmer yet. Yeah. But so how? I mean, you're pretty comfortable with swimming. How long did that take you? I mean, I've been doing that for close to a year now. I guess I hadn't really taken off a lot of time, so. Most of you may not know this, but I had a stress fracture in the fall going into cross country. And so what I used my downtime then was swimming a lot and aqua jogging. And I started with aqua jogging and I kind of wasn't sure if swimming was going to be the best for me. But um, 
the uh, my inter- other interviewer, interviewee, uh, Connor Oates, actually talked me into swimming. And, yeah, it's been working out ever since. I've been able to stay pretty strong and consistent in swimming. Uh, and so, like, I've been able to maybe go about 600 meters. That's about, what, like 12 laps, I would say, in the pool without taking a break. It's pretty decent. But, I mean, I, it's, I'm nothing fit off of it, but it still definitely helps me get in that aerobic strength that I need. Um, yeah. And I guess biking as well helps. I I don't do as much biking anymore, but uh, when we were in the weight room during winter, when it was cold out, I was definitely hitting the bike then. For sure, yeah. And, I mean, you... You, uh... You just had a good race at uh, Steamboat, right? <laughs> Steamboat, yeah. 535 average, nine miles? Yeah, 535, nine. Would you attribute any of that? I mean, to... Because um, you haven't been running too long. You didn't race a whole no, lot in practice really. last year. I didn't actually race a single race in yeah, outdoors. there you go. Um, but I was building. I would say I started building April, so and it's about July now, so close to three months, I would say, of running... And supplementing swimming into that as well. So yeah, I could I would say swimming definitely aided in that race for me. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. I mean that's great going into cross country season for, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm gonna go grab a charger real quick. All right, <laughs> go to this concert. <laughs> so for today we have a new sponsor. Sorry about Lacroix. They uh, may have disbanded from us. But we have wonderful pistachios, and they're lightly salted. So, if you grab one of these bad boys, it includes only 2 grams of sugar and 6 grams of protein. So not a bad ratio there. And also, scientific evidence suggests, but does not prove, eating 1.5 ounces per day of pistachios treats in a... Diet low in saturated fat, and you can help reduce the risk of heart disease, which is a very, very serious <laughs> disease in today's Super society. Serious. Oh, yeah. It's number one death in America with diet. So if you just... I don't know if we can say that. Is that true? Yeah. That's fact? Yeah, okay. heart disease. All right. Uh-huh. It's official. You heard it here first. Yes. All right. Let's sw- switch back into some of these more questions, Jonah, all right? All right, so once your break's up here. So, moving on. Um, going back to cross-country season, because uh, it's mid-July now. Um, we've got a few more weeks until preseason. Um, have you thought about any goals or long-term, short-term um, and maybe even looking towards track season, or are you just focused on cross country right now? True, I'm. Uh, I'm actually pretty pretty excited about things. Uh, like, uh, so I I haven't been running too long since I had a stress fracture this spring. Uh, um, you know, because I'm pretty injury prone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, but this is going to be the first time in. Uh, three years that I'll be on a cross-country wow. team. Uh, so I, you know, I was my freshman year, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I got hurt. I had two stress fractures in my freshman year, and so they, uh, you know, it's kind of recommended that I train through the fall uh, and and not not run cross country. So mm-hmm. I didn't even run a single cross country race, not even unattached uh, that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and my junior year we were just like well that worked pretty well so let's try it again uh not running not running cross country not being on the team mm-hmm. uh now you did compete um unattached i ran some... one i ran okay. my first yeah i ran one cross country race my junior year uh so this would have been last fall mm-hmm. and uh it was a blast you know it's it's you know I think for a lot of people like cross country is the that's the sport you kind of fall in love with first and then track comes later mm-hmm. um, and so it's just like oh this is really fun I've I've missed doing this and so this year uh, I'm really looking forward to I'll be on the cross country roster here at North Central College uh, using up my eligibility oh, having yeah. a blast um, obviously I'll have some like modified training programs because of you know because of my health and uh uncontrollables you know kind of things yeah. things like that mm-hmm. um but uh i'm planning on running two cross country meets uh one of them is undecided it will be an early season meet uh could be could be the first 6k that we run in elmhurst or it could yep. be could be something later okay and then the, la- the second one will be uh the uh, CCIW conference meet, mm-hmm. which uh, is cool because even my freshman year when I was on the team, I didn't get to run that uh, because I'd already gone and hurt myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I'm excited about, yeah, you know, getting definitely. to wear the stripes again yeah. after a three-year <laughs> break. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's my it's my last year, year here at North Central, mm-hmm. so, like, that's going to be... I don't know, just something I'm really looking forward to. Seems like I can relate to some of that, I guess, in a point. I guess freshman year, um, I I did have a mediocre season there, <laughs> but uh, sophomore year, um, I decided to just do some training for track, and I didn't, um, I wasn't on the team, and then I like I said previously, had the stress fracture last fall, so... Well, yeah. you know, um, this is this is interesting. You were on that first round of middle distance runners in the fall track team. I was, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, that was the first time that North Central had that really was. done that before. <laughs> and since then, actually, that group has really, really... Uh, it hasn't grown in size, but we've no. all really improved since oh, then. Oh, yeah, I think so. You know, uh, there's there's a guy, I don't know if he wants to be shouted out on the on this podcast or anything, but he just <laughs> ran a marathon. You he know? did, yeah. He was not on the cross-country team in North Central. No. He ran a 237 marathon, yeah. which is six flat pace, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that says something about, about <laughs> even though we weren't even on the team, what we were doing was, was really good stuff, mm-hmm. important for the was. development. And the um, other individuals at Northwestern now, and well, he's a head coach. Head coach head at coach. Illinois Tech, crazy, right? Super crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, our our uh, coach there, um, Coach Heller, an alum from uh, 
from North Central. He was a really great coach as well in yeah. the fall track. So I don't know yeah. if I don't know if anyone here that, that listens is uh, is not from North Central, but um, if if they do, mm-hmm. uh, the one of the cool things is the uh, the amount of support that we get from alumni and former you know former athletes, former oh, yeah. coaches, um, like Heller was he was just called upon and just like without even kind of hesitation he was like yeah i'll help out we'll help out these guys and uh it was a great it worked out really well yeah he really brought us together (laughs) for sure yeah um had us play basketball for the first time and uh we all found out that may not have been our go-to sport (laughs) yeah it took it took it till but yeah i was a sophomore in height or in college to realize that i'm terrible at basketball (laughs) yeah it's those little things i guess Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right um but yeah uh going back into i guess your um lower mileage kind of details um I did notice, um, just because I was your teammate for a few years, that you enjoyed using Excel or running ahead just to track your workouts and you thought ahead, stuff like that. Like how how can this be beneficial towards like not only middle distance, lower mileage athletes, but maybe towards like any athlete really mm-hmm. in particular? Um, so I don't I don't usually plan individual workouts very well Uh, or not very well but I just don't I like to avoid that Mm -hmm. because you know you never know how you're going to feel on any given day and any given week Um, things things can go out of control you can uh, get sick one week and then oh but I have to run this scheduled workout and then you just get you know you hurt yourself or Mm -hmm. you you do something stupid Um, but I I do love I do love Excel Um, I am a big proponent (laughs) so basically what i'll do before a season is i will make an excel spreadsheet of basically a calendar and i'll mark out the races that i would like to run in and so like for track i'd be like okay this week i'm running the mile the next week i'm running an 800 and the week after that i've got a 1200 time trial or something like that Mm -hmm. um so I, i really like to plan out races ahead of time and obviously like I'll go into that knowing that things change. Uh, things are always going to change. Your plan is never going to go 100%. Um, but it's at least good to have something to look forward to. You know, you pull up that spreadsheet. You say, all right, I've got five days. I'm running the mile, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I, I use the rest of the spreadsheet. I'll, like, post my workouts. And, um, and... So for me, I, I, I worry a lot about like the surface and the time I spend running. So I, that's what I log on my spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do that the day, like after it already happens. And then at the end of the week, I total up the mileage there. Uh, and that's really to see like trends in my training. You know, it's like, okay, after I did a really hard long run this week, how did I feel the next week? Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just so that in the future you can say, oh, maybe, you know, I've got a race this Friday. Maybe I don't need to hammer the last six miles of my long run. You Mm -hmm. know, maybe that's maybe that's not in my best interest, Mm -hmm. you know, to put myself in the ground like that. And so like Excel is a tool that I use for that. Uh, But like I also use Running Ahead, uh, which is a free website for logging. Mm -hmm. I think everybody should use it. It's honestly like such a cool resource. Awesome. 
It really is. No, it really <laughs> is. As someone who like didn't log in high school or didn't even think about that, mm-hmm. it's like it just makes so much sense for someone who is like takes their ser- training seriously and wants to get better. Yeah. It's great for communication as well. You can make your own group, so if you have a, you're on a club or a team or something, you guys can all connect with one another and check out each other's logs, comments, um, and also see how you feel. They have like a star rating, like out of 10, that you can write down how you felt and how you thought the quality of the run was, which is really interesting as well. True. You know, it wouldn't be a conversation about running with me if I didn't express my confusion at people who <laughs> want to be good at running but don't keep track of their runs. Mm-hmm. You know, it just blows my mind. It's like it's like I want to be I want to be good at reading, but I I don't want to read. <laughs> I don't want to think about reading. Yeah, I don't want to like, pick a book up. <laughs> right, it's like it's like okay, let's let's get let's learn all all the bones in the body, but let's not study it. Let's yeah. just like think let's just like imagine it or something it just like doesn't make any Mm -hmm. sense to me exactly especially if you're like you know being part of a team is like trusting those guys on the line next to you and that trust comes with commitment with commitment and communication you Mm -hmm. know so like if i'm running on my own i want people to know that i'm running so that come march at ncaa's my my teammates know sure that I, I was doing the I was doing the work, I was getting it done and I was working hard for for them. And mm-hmm. also I mean also for myself, but like, you know, communicating that just makes sense to me and it blows my mind that people don't do it. It's kinda like a maturity thing I feel like. Yeah. It's a little immature I feel. Now do you think that is something that athletes will understand as the years go on at North Central or is that something they get right away? Maybe coming in. Um, you know, I think that's something that is is developed as as time goes on, but I mean they're also it's not an easy development too. You have to be reminded of that. You know, you have mm-hmm. to have people reminding you, hey, like keep track of this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um with any anything, in order to get better, you've you've gotta be intrinsically motivated, right? Oh yeah. And uh and so you you can't force that too. So like no. it may maybe it's not maybe you're not able to develop that like intrinsic motivation for someone. You know, mm-hmm. if I, if I were a coach, that's hard to do. That is. You know, it's basically impossible. Actually, is what a lot of people would say, or at least our coaches here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't force you to love to run. We can't force you to love to vlog. Um, no. But like. From my perspective, I'm I'm pretty analytical about some things, and so like, uh, logging and checking out my logs is like super important for me personally, mm-hmm. especially as someone who's injury prone. Yeah. You know, because if you're if you're an injury prone guy, and you don't log, then you're just like floundering. You're <laughs> like, oh, maybe I'll get lucky and not get hurt. Yeah. You know, I'll do the same thing. Mm-hmm. not pay attention to what I'm doing and then uh, we'll just see what happens you know mm-hmm. what a dumb way to do it and especially if you only have four years to compete you know yeah I can see that so it's nice to have like those tools with you like it's just one of those things that 
it can only help you. It, it's not going to hurt you to right. log. Right. You know? It takes like, 15 why not? seconds. <laughs> exactly. You know? So, like, I, I will admit, you know, I, I logged really regularly before I came here, like the summer before. Okay. Because we get email, we got an email, like our first email was like, hey, do this yeah. and log. Right. And so mm-hmm. I have all those logs, but I do remember my fall of freshman year and I wish I would have kept track of it because I, I like wish I would have known how I was feeling then uh, I I didn't log as much you know I got caught sure. up in school mm-hmm. you know college I was yeah. away from home you know I'm originally you know from five hours away yeah so it's like yeah. you know you get caught up in things maybe you get a little homesick you forget to do logging you forget to roll out at night it's just those like it's those little things, and I wish I, looking back, I wish I would have done that. Like, mm-hmm. Do you feel like you were in a similar way, or were you, have you been pretty consistent the whole time? No, I didn't really start taking logging seriously until that freshman year was over, I would say. Just because I was caught up with that college um, experiences all coming at me suddenly. Right. Um, like, we, North Central's on trimester, so, like, we had exams rushed homework like everything was coming at us all at the same time and so yeah it was a little um i guess uh, a little pushed on to us on uh, a lot of things but now that i'm thinking back to those years like i do agree with you on wishing logging was a uh, more important thing that right i took even even sometimes it's like it's like sometimes you can look back at your log and read something and it's like maybe you just said like it was a fun run with your teammates <laughs> or something and you'd be like oh I, I remember that yeah. like I was like oh that was a good time that was mm-hmm. um, uh, but yeah like I said like that those like little things everybody decides at different times when they mm-hmm. want to do it you know going back you make a decision that you want to log and then you do it. Right, you mm-hmm. make a decision that you want to get better at running, and then you do it, right? Yeah, and it's like, it's like you can't you can't uh, force that on people, Mm-mm. which is hard, you know, because you want to you want to just be like, I can't get it through to these people. <laughs> oh yeah, why aren't they doing this? Uh-huh. But you can't force that on no. anyone. Uh, it's it's ultimately up to them. Comes intrinsically, right? It comes from yeah, it comes from within. So it's like. You know, I started mine really regularly the winter of my freshman year. Some mm-hmm. people did it in the spring of their freshman year. You know, some people, some people it doesn't happen with. You know, I know guys who just graduated who logged like three weeks in total their their whole time here in North Central. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it, but like we couldn't force them to do it because then they'd probably hate it and they wouldn't do yeah. it. You know, they wouldn't use it to its full potential. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I don't know. I think that's an that's an important factor yeah. too to take in, especially if you're trying to be a coach or if you're trying to be a a mentor. That's kind of like a life skill. You can't force people to do anything. It's, mm-hmm. It has to come from within if you want it to be successful. Now, I think, I guess, showing them is another way of without forcing it upon themselves. So if you just continue logging or it doesn't have to be logging, just continue doing something the right way that can help reflect uh, that positivity onto someone else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is, that's kind of like a, what we're talking about is kind of like a, a very uh, 
I don't want to say it's like a like a snowflake kind of thing, you know. But it's all. I mean, I think it's true. Yeah. But there's also a, a train of thought that just says, you know, fuck it. If they want to be there, this is what they have to do. Kind but of thing uh, like you do it yourself, and then it it shows, you know. Right. I mean, that's just two ways of viewing things. Two ways of being a being a, a leader on a team or being mm-hmm. a just being a teammate in general. Two ways to do things ever, always. And I wouldn't say that either one of them is better. It's just which one you agree with more. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Um, all right, moving on. All right. Change the topic? Yeah, we'll, we'll switch the topic up. Um, Let's do it. So, I guess uh, if you had... This is just a fun question. <laughs> We're Good. moving on. Jonah, I, I know you're... Into running shoes a lot. All right. Yes. So, (laughs) from your experience of running through quite a bit of shoes, which ones did you enjoy the best? Um, Brand, name, whatever you have to say. Should I break it down into categories? You could do that. We can do. Yeah. All right. So, I have a lot of experience in trainers and spikes. Very little experience with flats. So, could could I just do both of those categories yeah. yeah we can do trainers and flats all right uh trainers i think i would put number one uh new balance vongo one right which is okay. uh discontinued now um they have a vongo four just came yeah. out which i've heard is special it's a good okay. shape but yeah. haven't worn it yet um vongo one is a stability shoe uh, but it was fairly lightweight as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked the stability in it because it wasn't like a, there wasn't a medial post. If anyone's familiar with shoes, you know, there's like two types of foam. There's a, a, uh, a harder foam on the inside to prevent pronation and, and a softer foam on the outside. So kind of guide your foot in an outward direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that's the idea behind it. Um, uh, but the Vangas are different. They uh, they have like a, they call it a, I want to say it's like a medial wedge. I don't know. But basically the, the shoe is uh, in a way just slanted to the outside. There's more foam on the inside than there is on the outside. And it's the same level of foams or it's the same like uh, density. So okay. like I was a huge fan of those. Um, but yeah, uh, if we were going to go to Spikes, maybe. I'll sure. Go, I'll go yeah, with yeah. some spikes because okay. I'm a big spike guy. I think I've got like sitting over there. Maybe we're recording this in my kitchen or my uh, my dining room. <laughs> yes. By the way, <laughs> over there on the on the shoe rack, I think I've got um, maybe six or seven pairs of spikes. Yeah. Um, I've seen a few of yours as well. You have the well, New Balance plaid. Oh so. yeah, those are a classic. Those are <laughs> oh, classic. Yeah. The, uh, MD 800s, uh, I think they're the version 1 or 2 or something, uh, basically a rip-off of the OG Nike Victories, okay. which are a cult <laughs> classic. People still racing those today. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. If you wanted to buy a pair of those, it's like $100 <laughs> at least. Tough wow. buy. Tough buy. Um, but uh, <laughs> those are cool. They're plaid. I don't really like running in them too much, but they look great. Mm-hmm. Um are a bit too stiff for me um i'd say right now the spike that i'm really into is the uh, mama five 
Um, I've only raced a couple times in it. Uh, it's actually a steeplechase spike, but uh, uh, it's a good middle ground for between a distance and a middle distance spike. And that's mm-hmm. why I kind of like it right now. Uh, also, I think they look cool, so that yeah. adds to it. Are they now? Do they look like the? Because I've I've mixed my, um, these two spikes up personally myself. The Mambas and the Victories. Right. So the Victories so, are the. Because I have Vic threes mm-hmm. in white. The white and, and black. The Oreo. Yes, the the Oreo colorway. Uh huh. Yes. And I've seen Mambas, very identical. But, right. So. Can you explain what the difference is? Because I so don't the, know myself. The difference is the is the plate okay. uh, itself. So um, now both of the plates go about three three quarters of the way down the foot, um, but the sh- uh, the steeple. So the mamba is a steeplechase bike. So uh-huh. it's designed for the um, you know it's designed for going over barriers. Mm-hmm. So the traction, the pin locations mm-hmm. are a bit different. Okay. As well as the shape of the uh, the the uh, spike plate as well is mm-hmm. what I think it is because I've I mean I've run in both and uh, I think I can compare a little bit. Um, the Mamba has I would say a bit more cushion on the back if you're one of a heel striker, but uh, sure. probably wouldn't want to be running yeah. in those if you're a heel striker. <laughs> uh-huh. A bit more cushion. Uh, and definitely a, it's a more breathable upper as well. I mean, it's meant to go in and out of water. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that one's, that one's cool. I also have the Oreo colorway and the victory threes <laughs> and those are sweet yep. spikes. Yep. Sweet. Fun fact, Jonah and I actually bought them on the same day cause the day they came out. Oh yeah. Day they came out. We were pumped. Hot, hot item to get. They were the hot item to get. <laughs> <laughs> a hot commodity back yeah, oh in yeah. uh, 2016. I can't um, believe they're that old already. You know what's you know what's coming out soon. Obviously, is the new victories. Because, really? Well, so what Nike does, or what they've done in the past, is they release a new spike, a new victory spike for the Olympics. Oh yeah. And we've seen uh, if you so follow they spikes the closely, they've been doing prototypes. So, like, athletes like uh, Craig Engels, mm-hmm. Ben Blankenship, uh, the Ingebrigtsens. Really? And, uh, yeah. like, Laura Muir. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you know who she is. No. She's a 1500 okay. runner. But um, they've all been wearing different prototypes of, of the new victories. They look good. I mean, we'll see, obviously. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. <laughs> Should be. Also, speaking of shoes incoming, the next percents. Those are going right, to be right. coming out. We've seen uh, like really soon. Yeah. Really soon they're we've coming seen, out. We've seen marathon racers wearing those. Crazy. Yeah. Um, now, we, we don't, because Nike can't say 5%, <laughs> right. they, they, they're they called next percents because <laughs> they they're physically not, they're don't. They're not actually that good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I, you know, I, I've only tried on the 4%, so I don't even know uh-huh. uh, what they're like. But, uh, um, I don't know, people are really pumped up about these yeah, carbon fiber mm-hmm. flats. So Yeah, speaking of that, Hoka has Hoka something. has there. Yeah, they just released mm-hmm. their carbon flats. You know, I'm a I'm a big big sucker for for New Balance, right? So mm-hmm. I saw that uh, New Balance is coming out with a similar thing, but it's it's for the road mile. Mm-hmm. It's called the 5280, 
Uh, it's got a carbon fiber <laughs> plate in it, and it's super aggressive. Uh, I've seen a couple people running in those. Mm-hmm. Like, they've just kind of gotten out to some running stores here. Like, mm-hmm. I know a couple people from the Naperville Running Company have them. They look nice. They're very aggressive, but uh, made for running really fast in a straight line, which is pretty cool. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Unique, at least. At the very least, <laughs> it's unique. Yeah, that is something. <laughs> All right, uh, final question, Jonah. All right, let's do it. As a closer, all right, what would you recommend, like, any last-minute information, I guess, towards freshmen, just because we're, we're going to be seniors, you know, we, we, we don't have a lot of time anymore here. Um, so what would you pass down to these incoming mm. freshmen or underclassmen here? I want to say is. uh... I want to say, I guess, like, aerobic strength is king, obviously, but you hear that all the time here at North Central. So hopefully that gets passed on without me saying it. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, aerobic strength is king. Keep your friends close, you know, spend time with them, Mm -hmm. even when you're tired, even (laughs) when you're feeling lazy, you know, (laughs) hang out with people, which is hard to do sometimes. It is. Uh, It's time management. It's hard. Time management, but you know, spending time with friends is and uh, and just people in general is important. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I would recommend. Mm-hmm. You know, something that we're seeing more of now, not now, but like this summer. I've been this is my first summer here on campus, and you know, it's like oh, I gotta hang out with people. Like yeah. I, I want to hang out with people, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's like you know, these are people you're with in college. They stick around for yeah. for a long time, so. It's important to develop that and to have fun. Oh, yeah. Always have fun. (laughs) For sure. For sure. All right. Thank you, Jonah. You're welcome. (laughs) This is your host, Tyler, signing off on the first episode of Season 2, Cardinal Convos. Take care, everyone.